Hello and welcome to Connecting to Host, where we're going to be talking about Video Bowl, a sport that everyone can play. Uh, it's basically teams of up to three human or AI players controlling little triangles that shoot projectiles that are trying to knock balls into the opposing team's goal. Uh, football with sort of little shapes and stuff. It's fun. Anyway, availability and cost. It costs £6.99 on Steam currently on Windows, or you can pay £7.99 if you're on the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. Uh, we've been playing it on my gaming PC in couch co-op mode using Xbox One controllers. Uh, in terms of solo features, you've got an arcade mode, which is kind of like a little uh, campaign of 14 uh, levels. And you've also got exhibition matches with custom options against the AI. Multiplayer-wise, there's local, couch co-op, and online multiplayer for exhibition matches and ranked online play. Local co-op is only available in arcade mode. So, John, what do you... Uh, what do you think about the core game itself? Cool. Well, first, I want to just mention the the visual style. So it's very, it's obviously a two D game, and there's a lot of the this sort of minimalist vector art going on at the moment with uh, bold colours and bright popping visuals. And I really like it. It's uh, it's nice. It stands out a bit from the crowd. It's not just the plain colours, like something like Thoth or whatever it's however it's pronounced, but um, it does look fancy. It's just also nice vector arty, like pastely, like cartoony almost. It's very yeah uh, vibrant. But the important thing is it's two D, so um, it, it's not crazy Rocket League style, and it always fits on a screen. So that's kind of important because you can play it in local co-op, and you don't have to have split screen or anything because you're all fitting in the arena on the screen. So at its heart, it's a one-button game where you control triangles that feel a little bit like they're on ice, I guess, or or they're on a a smooth surface because they keep the momentum for quite a while. Um, So once you've committed to a move, it does take a little bit of effort to to move it around afterwards. Not like a joystick shooter, say, where you can just zip around. And you have to... So a ball spawns in the middle of the pitch, or usually around the middle, a specific area. And once it's moved, future balls can also spawn. So you might have up to three or more balls on the pitch at once. And the only way you can move them is by firing little projectiles out of your player piece. Um, so one button game, as we said, but you can actually hold the button in to charge up for a more powerful attack. So there's three different stages and then the option to drop a, drop a wall as well, which takes a couple of shots to destroy. So a little shot is fast and you can just nudge the wall a little bit, which is useful for knocking it off course or maybe pushing it over the line. The middle shot, to me, feels like the kind of standard hit. Yeah. Uh, the triangle actually stays alive for a couple of strikes against the ball, so it can have a bit of a dribble it down the pitch effect if you hit it spot on. Um, and also, because if the triangle hits the opposing player, it knocks them out for a couple of seconds. So sometimes you hit the ball twice and then a player. So that, it feels like a, a standard hit. And then the third charge level... Um, Gives the ball a Big, massive, massive amount triangle. Of, yeah, a huge triangle. And you have to get the timing right as well, right? You've got maybe half a second during the charge period. And after that, it becomes a block. So you end up dropping a, a wall on the pitch. But that massively, uh, the, the ball moves really fast, but it's also really twitchy. So it gets this white aura around it. And anything that hits it in that time will also bounce it really fast. So in the previous mode, like the previous charges, if the ball is going across the pitch with some momentum and the opponent hits it with just a little ball then it'll just slow it down enough maybe knock it off course but when it's got this aura around it and they fire a little chip at it it could bounce right back towards your goal so it's very dangerous 
but it's how you get a strike in the goal. It's kind of like uh, in Ocarina of Time or something when you're fighting the Phantom Gandorf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing the charge things at you and you're <laughs> back just right at the moment. And it's like baseball where it's just going back and forth. It's going <laughs> smacking it back and forth. It's, it's just like that, but usually you fire a big charged shot and then someone hits it and it goes smack into your goal and you're oh. <laughs> and it bounces off the walls and it goes mad around the pitch uh, and then the, the aim of the game is to score 10 points so each ball that goes in the goal is a point and that's that's basically the game um, important thing to highlight again is that if you touch the ball you actually get stunned for a couple of seconds so you have to use these little projectiles and chevrons to, to knock the ball around and in terms of movement, it's pretty much a twin-stick shooter because your left stick moves you round and your right mm. stick orientates which direction you're going to fire, but you fire with the single button that you have as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, you get used to it pretty quickly if you're sort of twin-shooter yeah. fan. Um, in terms of the game setup, I mean, I really like how customizable it is in terms of the uh, single games that you can play. So if we set up a, a local player match... You can customise every single little detail. So regulation play is three balls on the pitch at once and ten goals wins. But you can choose to have a time limit at most points within the limit. Uh, You can change the limit up to 100 points if you want. Marathon Uh, match. (laughs) Uh, You can change it to have anywhere from one to five balls on the pitch. You can change colours, arenas, announcers... Uh, music. You can change the point value of the various different types of goal you can score. Mm. So I'm not really sure what all of them are. We've tried to work out a few of them, but touchdown seems to be the most common, which would be just when you hit it into the goal. Slam dunk is if you get it from the starting position into the goal in one hit. Mm, yeah. Home run seems to be a shot from maybe 80% away from the goal. Yeah. It's like a long shot in Rocket League, I guess. And for each of those, you can customise it. So you can do things like, if you score an own goal, then that's worth <laughs> five points instead of one. So it's like a penalty for that. And by so default, can, all the goal types are just flavour, right? They're all I mean, just one. In regular play, they're just a point. But Yeah, it's just a bit of colour to the yeah. overall feel of it. Um, but you also get a huge amount of stuff, uh, like not necessarily leaderboards, but more like charts of everything you've done. So mm. it's like a, your career page, which shows... <laughs> how many goals you've scored, your average possession, hit rate, accuracy, each type of goal you've scored. So tonight I got my second home run after about five hours of play. Uh, and it's it's great how much customization there is. There's a lot of tweaking that can be done, which is rare in a game. I mean, it's been like that since day one. Um, unfortunately, I mean, as we're probably going to come to, uh, it was sort of launched and... It feels like it should have done much better than it did, but it seems to have just sort of fallen by the wayside. Hasn't really had any updates to it. Um, it feels like the developers might have thought that it was going to be far more successful than it was. Mm. Um, and maybe it should have been, uh, but we'll, we'll probably come to that later on. One more thing on the customization front. There's a massive range of arenas. That's what, that's what pretty cool. Yeah. There's like 30, right? I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, like ranging that. from big ones and small ones. So ones that actually everything has to shrink down a bit to fit on the screen. Mm. Um, and you get things like, uh, they call them basic when the goal is basically the entire, uh, side of the pitch. So you might have the entire left and right hand side. And pro tends to be a bit smaller, so it might just have one mm. tiny little goal area, or it might have two, but they've got a split in the middle. 
you might have barriers like permanent barriers in the middle of the pitch that cause problems um, and then there are I don't think you well you can't choose them for ranked player or anything like that but in arcade mode the arenas are very different because they're weighted very much against you so for example <laughs> on the right hand side they might have a little tiny goal and there might be some sort of barrier mm-hmm. and then on your side you've got the entire side of your area of the board is goal and the ball spawns right by your goal. <laughs> See, it's a constant battle to, to push it out. Um, so game modes, um, in terms of multiplayer, uh, as we said, you've got the local arcade mode with the 14 stages, uh, and then there's online ranked and unranked matches. Um, we won't dwell too much on those because that's just sort of the standard video ball. Here is a match. You play it, mm-hmm. someone wins. Um, you can customize a lot about it and there's rankings and all that kind of stuff online. If you can find a match, which is very difficult because not many people are playing, unfortunately. Uh, but local arcade mode is really where the best co-op action happens. Uh, certainly in our opinion anyway. So there are 14 different stages. Um, they can be played, um, with one player, but once you get to about level seven, uh, that's why I got stuck on for two and a half hours and <laughs> gave up and then noticed on the scrolling screen at the beginning when it says, if it's too difficult, find a friend to join in. And it seems like it's very much geared towards you need two people because otherwise it's 1v2 mm. on a map that's unfairly weighted against you. And we actually picked it up and finished the rest of the stages. Yeah. In, in maybe like an hour, right? I mean, yeah, if you I add up all so. the little bits we're playing on and off, I think it was about half an hour to an hour, we just finished off the rest of the stages. Yeah, so it's probably about an hour Much fairer with two of us. Yeah, it's much easier with two. Um, but it's a, it's a good mode because it's so different to the main game because mm. uh, all of the AIs have got very specific traits. So you might have one called fencer and he will just be constantly attacking you Uh, you might have one called striker and he'll constantly just be doing massive hits down the pitch or you might have blocky and he'll be like going at the back and like putting walls and stuff up so there's loads of different uh traits i would guess you'd call them for the ai which is nice and in the multiplayer mode so the arcade mode you're essentially they will give you two specific traits and then you fight against them in these weighted arenas uh, but a sense of progression it's got kind of nice when you uh, finish it all mm. especially some of them are quite tricky but it's a shame there's only the 14 14 seems a very odd number of stages you'd think it'd be 10 or 20 yeah it feels yeah. like it could have been 50 and would give this a bit more <laughs> replayability if they'd made it so that you could play it and you had an AI with you so you could play it as a single player game yeah. then maybe it would have done better than it has because at the moment you you can't really do anything. I mean, you can play, and I have played. The, the best time I played single player was when I did a load of local matches with me and an AI versus two AI. Mm. But it gets tiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Uh, so the local arcade mode is really probably the best co-op experience, and then you can set up matches and do local matches together. Um, or against each other as we just did, which was a lot of fun. Mm, yeah, because I won. So uh, <laughs> just I found I found that to be more fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess we'll just jump straight into our, our likes and dislikes. Unless you think we've missed anything out no, of the actual good. game. I think it's uh, it's it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it's hard to picture exactly how the triangles move around the screen, but you know, it's it's not that complicated a game. No, it's two D, colourful 
chip-tune-filled Rocket League. Yeah. Without cars or jumping. <laughs> but, uh, I suppose Rocket League's the wrong word to use. It's, it's football, but with more balls. <laughs> and chevrons. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So my first like is the visual, just the overall visual style and, and look and feel of the whole thing. It, I guess it's almost a little bit... It's not quite Nintendo-y because it's not that... No. It's got some gradients in it, but it's yeah. um, it's kind of colourful and friendly on an almost Nintendo level, I would say, even if it's a little bit more gradient-y and glossy than Nintendo would go for. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. I just It's a pleasure to look at and a pleasure to, to experience when you're going through it. It's got a lot of fun little interactions, like uh, when a goal is scored, the whole arena sort of shakes mm. a lot, like a little screen wobble. One that I really love is when a ball hits the side and it lets these little little pulses of waves go down the side of the wall mm. just so that you know it's hit it it's like yeah little touches like that show some love and care which is really nice there's a lot of polish it's a very mm. highly polished experience um, and that extends to the music the music is absolutely fantastic it's a uh, very 90s arcade <laughs> so it sounds like you're playing a song at the hedgehog level or something mm. just wonderful uh, and then there's the announcers which are just constant throughout you there's a male and a female one and they'll just shout things like, that's video ball. And whenever you score a goal, it'll just be like, touchy or triple. <laughs> or what's my favorite one? She says, touch topper. Something like that. Stop um, it. <laughs> that's video ball. <laughs> like Batman. But the overall, overall audio soundscape of this game is really good. It's, uh, yeah. Again, it's just incredibly polished. Yeah. It's a very high level of polish. So, yeah, I mean, my other like, I guess, is just how easy it is to get into. I mean, it's it's definitely one of those easy-to-pick-up-and-play games that as soon as someone's mentioned the charge mechanic, that's pretty much all you need to know. Like, use two sticks to move around, one button to shoot, you're done. Um, and, it, yeah, it's just really easy to get into, I think. I mean, it's I'm not sure if it's quite as difficult to master as Rocket League. I mean, maybe no. it is. Because um, there's a, it feels like there's a bit more randomness going on with so many things bouncing around. But it's definitely easy to pick up. It's very accessible and you can have a lot of fun. And I, I, I love couch co-op games and I don't get enough time to play them or enough people to play them with. But when you do, this is exactly the sort of thing you want. Hey, here's a controller. Throw it in their hand. Play this game with me. Okay. Oh, cool. This is fun. <laughs> and I think if we had 2v2 going, that would be really cool. And it wouldn't matter who they are. Everyone could pick it up and have fun straight away. So... That's a, a big plus in its favour. I really like the um, customization, as I mentioned earlier, just the, the sheer amount of tweaks you can make. Um, and that's when I really started to enjoy the game because I played the arcade mode. I thought, oh, this is cool. And then I got stuck on level seven constantly. Um, <laughs> and then I thought, oh, I better go back and look at it again. And um, when I discovered I could do local with AI, um, that's when I loved it. And I could tweak all the point values um, so I made it so own goals were like really heavily penalised, and if you got home <laughs> runs or like really long shots, you got more points than just little ones. Having five balls bouncing around everywhere, <laughs> oh, it's great. So it's, I love the customization. In, in terms of dislikes, um, I mean the arcade mode. A, I think it's too small mm. because. 14 maps isn't many, especially as all the hard work is already done. They've got arenas, they've got AI with traits. It would be fairly trivial for them to have made a slower difficulty ramp and done 50 maps. Yeah. That would have been very easy. And they could repeat arenas. They wouldn't have to have a different one for each arena. No, they could you know, just have one. some slightly different setups, different AI and stuff, but 
there's something nice about ticking boxes off in progress, isn't there? Like, ah, oh, I've yeah. got 50 to do. Rather than just going, oh, let's just play 50 matches of... Yeah, game, yeah. Which would essentially be the same thing. It's just it's in a different wrapper, isn't it? But it's annoying that the arcade mode can't really be done solo after a certain point. Yeah. Now, other people might disagree and be like, oh, it can be done. And I'm sure there are people that do do it that way and enjoy it. But bearing in mind the map is already weighted against you, to then be 1v2 mm. uh, makes it too hard. And uh, that's a shame, because it could have had a really good single player or co-op yeah. you know, campaign. But it's got a very small one that works in co-op. And I guess they want it to be an eSport, so they just kicked it straight off to like, hey, let's, yeah, let's just put the MP in. But that definitely seems to be the uh, the way I've interpreted Mm, yeah. So, um, I mean, one thing that I detracted from it a little bit from me was just how crazy it was. I mean, there's three balls going around. You have to use projectiles to, to knock the balls around. There can be ten projectiles, maybe more, I guess, in 3v3 flying around the screen at once. And at the end of the day, it... Um, it results in you ended up being frozen quite a lot. Yeah. And and taking control away from you when you're playing a game is always annoying. Oh, I'm going to do this thing. Oh, oh. Thrown around, bashed around, knocked around the edges, bouncing off balls and bullets. It's like, uh, And it quite often resulted in balls going in your goal, which you think, I couldn't have done anything about that. Mm. And the thing I really like about I mean, both fighting games like Street Fighter but also Rocket League is that nearly every time I lose, I feel like, it's my fault. I could have done better. Sometimes in this, when I've lost a goal, I think there's nothing I could do about that. I was on the left-hand side of the pitch, knocking a ball in. They just hit one off the, the time, blocking my goal. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I disagree slightly. And I, I find the Rocket League comparison there is exactly the same. And that sometimes in Rocket League, people will just hit it and it will just go, whee, boom, straight. <laughs> and like, there's nothing I could do to save that or do anything about it. And similarly, you get bashed around the place not even by other people, but just by each other as you're driving towards <laughs> the same boost and not realising in your periphery. So I think there is a more similarity there. I think in this you probably get knocked around a bit more because there are more projectiles, but then you can navigate around them if you're more careful. <laughs> not to be a dick, but if you played better, <laughs> you wouldn't be a bachelor. <laughs> But no, I, I get your point. It is uh, it is frustrating when you get a lot of it all happen at once and you're just like, I, I can't even move because <laughs> every time I move, I'm being hit and smacked around the place. Um, it, it could be improved. I think you're going to make another point about that later, which is one I'd agree with about getting hit. But mm, um, Yeah, yeah. Well, we can, we can do that now. Yeah, do that so, now. Um, I mean, it little links together. It, it's, um, I don't know, I kind of find it frustrating that you can't hit the ball yourself. It's uh, you read all this stuff on their website. It's like, oh yeah, we're trying to emulate basketball and football. We looked at all these sports and we're trying to. We think we've made like a great sport based on all the logic of sports. And I'm like, hang on. In every other sport, I can touch the fucking ball. <laughs> I don't have to throw a stone at the ball. You no. Know? And and in this, it's uh, well, it's, baseball would disagree with you. True. But I, <laughs> I can at least it's a part of my body. Like when you're using a tool, like a, I don't have to throw the baseball. <laughs> you don't have to throw uh, the bat. The bat. I, I can hold on to it. And this, there's none of that. You have to throw something at the ball to hit it. Which and is it's, weird because you can hit other players, as in you can basically steer yourself into another player, mm. and you will hit them. 
Um, but if a projectile hits a person or a ball hits a person, you'll get knocked out for a second. Kind of like in laser tag, if someone shoots you and you get like, ooh, your stuff doesn't work for a couple seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that effect. And it's just so natural when you're playing a sport to try and hit the ball. If it's going towards your goal, you want to intercept it. And yeah. It's nice to have the range of a projectile to do that if you, you know, if you can't get there and stuff. So I don't think they should get rid of the projectiles, but it's just a bit like, I want to get in the way of the ball because I can. I can save this. And bearing in mind that you're so small compared to the ball, like it doesn't feel like it would... You wouldn't constantly then be blocking. No, no. Being able to stop it. In, in most cases, you might be able to just knock its course off slightly and stop it from going somewhere but mm. and I think yeah I think the primary way of trying to knock the ball around should still be projectiles but it'd be nice if it didn't punish you for hitting the ball I think like even if you basically couldn't move the ball but it didn't stun you I think I would prefer that I mean in some ways there's so much customization. it's odd that there isn't options to like disable friendly fire as well because mm, yeah, for example yeah. if I shot and the, you put it into my projectile then that knocks you out as well which is equally frustrating yeah um, yeah so it's Kind of odd that there isn't options to turn all of that stuff off. Maybe there will be in the future. Yeah. Uh, I feel not. I have a feeling that this won't get updated, mm. which is a shame. Such a shame. It'd actually be pretty good on the Switch. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. when you were saying about Nintendo, I was thinking I would sit and play this on the Switch because it would look beautiful yeah. on that display. Especially on a handheld. You could practice on your handheld and then yeah. play it. Yeah, that would be quite good. Take it to friends' houses really easy with the Joy-Cons and stuff. Yep. Yeah. You can play two-player split. Well, you don't need split screen, do you? No. Oh. <laughs> it won't happen. In any case, um, my big dislike, because it gets me every single time, is that not only is the game single button, but the interfaces, which seems like a horrendous misstep to me. <laughs> For example, if I select an option with A on my controller and go into the menu, and then I want to cancel and go back, if I press B, that's the same as pressing A or um. X or Y or start or any of the buttons. So instead they have back buttons in the interface that you have to go to. So when you're in arcade mode, there's a list of 14 arenas. And you go up to 14 and you have to slide all the way back to 11. You press B and then it said, do you uh, want to play this level? Yeah. And you go, no. And you press B to go back and it goes, okay. And it starts playing. <laughs> Drives me mad. Um, if it was one the- button... But only actually one button worked. That would almost be better, right? Yeah. Because you push another button and nothing would happen. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's very frustrating. Uh, It's amusing when they released the game. um, They'd done so much of that that there was actually no way to quit the game. Like it seemed to have been built for consoles. So you had to Alt F4 it as soon as it (laughs) launched. They fixed that fairly quickly, to be fair, but uh, it did amuse me. Um, I have just a couple of comments. Uh, I know the likes nor dislikes. Um, online play at the moment, uh, and ever since I've been playing it, re- really, which was from launch day, um, it's very hard to find a game because um, no one's playing it, which I find to be a great shame because it really is a good game. Um, it seems like something that people have just sort of glossed over, or sort of not been, have not mm. seen much of it in like you know gaming press or any reviews of it seems to have just sort of slipped by, which is a, a great shame. Um, but the other thing is the amazing trailer, which I absolutely love the trailer. It's just three and a half minutes long with the music going and the narrator telling you all about the gameplay. <laughs> it just comes up with so much ridiculous stuff. Like, <laughs> there's a great piece about how um, you're the game, and so there is no DLC. If you want DLC, go and buy a hat and wear it. <laughs> 
two billion bits of DLC. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, and that sold me on the game. Like, as soon as I watched that trailer, I thought, this looks like a really polished game. This is going to be great. This is going to be my new Rocket League. I'm going to get this. And I spent £15 on it at launch, uh, which in hindsight was not a great idea. <laughs> But, uh, but I still enjoy it. So I guess uh, we come to our usual conclusions of would we play it and would we recommend it? Yes, I'd definitely play it again. Um, more so in co-op, but if it had a vibrant online community, I think I'd drop in and out and have a few games. Like I think you and I could play it yeah. online now and then if it had a, a ranked system. And like, well, it has a ranked system, but if it actually had a ranked community in there, yeah. and you could find a match all the time, I'd, I'd drop in and play it. But obviously... Not, I I wouldn't drop Rocket League for it. I think I would want to play it as well as Rocket yeah. League. Um, would I recommend it? That's really tough because I want to say yes that the community grows, so I can play it sometimes. <laughs> but at the moment, without the community, unless you have, often have friends around your house and you're going to play this, you know, if you live in a student house and there's four of you and you all play games, I can see you getting a lot of fun out of the, the yeah. local the local matches on this, but. If you're just a PC gamer who tends to play games online, uh, it's really hard to recommend because uh, it needs the community. It needs yeah. you, know, you need to hit rank match and within a minute <laughs> find a match whenever you want to play. Yeah, uh, and I see the catch twenty two here. I, I, I'm of the same opinion as that. I would definitely play it again because I love the music for one thing, and <laughs> the narrator is just fantastic. But recommendation wise, I would recommend it for someone that wants to play. Either on their own with, against AI, and they're happy to do that, um, or couch co-op. But I couldn't recommend the online mode because there isn't one. Because mm. whilst there is physically one, and it's all built, and it's beautiful, and polished, and really well built, no one's playing it. So <laughs> it's kind of like it's not there. Yeah. Which is um, a crying shame, really. Such a shame. So hopefully there might be more people. I mean, uh, to be honest... I don't remember the last time I looked for a ranked game. Um, we might publish this and then have people <laughs> playing go, what are you talking about? There's always games on ranked play. There's loads. It's just the other modes that doesn't. But um, uh, my feeling is that there isn't. Um, mm. And there's no updates from the developers or the community or anything like that. So I have a feeling it's probably done. But uh just goes to show that even if you have the most beautiful polished game... If you don't have people playing it, it's uh, it's not going to take off. Yeah, especially with something like this where it relies on a, a lot of players, I imagine. If you're going to log in and find a match, like reliably, whenever, it must need, I don't know, 20,000, 30,000 players at least. Yeah. To, to always have a 1,000 online, you must need to have a pretty big player base. Yeah, because you need a lot of people so that you can match people effectively. Yeah. But so, uh, anyway, that's, that's, that's videoable. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, thank you for listening. Um, you can check out our website at connectingtohost.co.uk to find old episodes. Uh, you can suggest games to us on Twitter if you'd like. We're at CTHcast. And if you can leave an iTunes review, we always appreciate it. Thanks for listening.